Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And on this episode, we are going to introduce you to someone whose work you are going to love. And I think you're going to enjoy their energy even more. And I'm so thrilled to introduce <laughs> Sylvie Maserol. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me, Fish. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Oh, I am so excited. I met you for the first time almost exactly a year ago. Yeah. And your photography just blew me away. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because I find there's so many people that are, I know everyone has their own kind of touch and their own style, yeah. and I can see some of that when I look at people's work, but also probably given my age, where I'm at, I tend to see a lot of the same types of photography happening. And then your page has little touches that are similar themes, but so different to me. Yeah. And I just my, was like... That's my ADHD. Oh, <laughs> no, just everything about what you do, I was just enthralled with. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And yeah. Yeah, I just, I wanted to, to share it with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I really, really appreciate it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's my passion. I love it. I love it. it. Which is funny because actually my post yesterday was talking about not having necessarily a niche or a style and how everybody, I was at a, a little kind of say cassette, the five to seven meet and greet yesterday. And they went, so what's your style? And what's your, like, what's your niche? And I'm like, places, faces, and flavors. Like, that's what I love to photograph. I love people. I love traveling and I love eating. So <laughs> <laughs> it kind of like is what I do. And from that, um, people hire me for whatever they kind of need me to do for that, those projects. Mostly actually restaurants and tourism is where I've kind of been branching off lately. So I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, you do some really fantastic food photography, which if anyone has ever tried to take even just a picture of your own lunch, you should realize is <laughs> oh, not well, as easy as it no, looks. No, it is not. And no. to do actual like commercial level work on that yeah. is, yeah. is fantastic. And to know that we have a market enough locally mm. now that needs yeah. that service there is fantastic. And the great thing about that as well is that it doesn't always have to be local. I work with bloggers who do recipe developing and product. Um, I had a company from an olive oil company that reached out and so I did some recipes for them and you know put the product in with the recipe and so the great thing about being able to be online and, and working from home <laughs> is that I don't have to be necessarily already always centrally located. Uh, well, if you're going to say the same thing, go, because you know I'm about to dive into who you are, how you got here. Well, Tell me all the nosy stuff. Well, yeah, yeah I was, was going to go there book. anyway. Like, yeah, let's, let's talk about how you ended up here, because this is not what you've always done no. or where you've always been. No, so, exactly. so take us through the, the whole life. The of whole silly. life. The bio. <laughs> yes, yes, please. So I'm originally from the Miramichi area. I'm from Bay Savannah. And, you know, so cliche, but my entire life, I wanted to be an artist. I just loved it. I breathed it. I spent hours sitting in an apple tree, you know, sketching uh, in, my, in my childhood days or taking a Christmas card and trying to duplicate it. My dream was to work for Disney as a kid, to be an animator. Um, uh, you know, that did not happen. The world of the internet <laughs> did not exist. And all those possibilities weren't that present for a little girl living you know, in a little fishing village. Um, however, the opportunity did come to work in the film industry um, in Moncton. And... It feels like an oxymoron. The film industry. <laughs> I know, in the Moncton. big film industry yeah. in Moncton. There was, there was one show shooting at the time called Daring and Grace. And I got the opportunity to do one day 
as um, just as a walk-on, you know, makeup artist, because I think they had like 50 people to do makeup on. And a little backtrack, I've always played with makeup. My, I had the Farrah Fawcett head nice. with the wires <laughs> and the curls, and I would do her makeup. And anytime I would have a coloring book, I would color in the makeup. And so my, my dream of, you know, being an animator morphed into being a makeup artist. And so I got the opportunity to work on that show. Um, through, I believe, Law of Attraction, meeting people who knew people who knew people, and all of a sudden uh, I was working at a dental office, which was my bread and butter, and the producer banged her tooth on a fouling cabinet and ended up in my chair. And so I asked her if I could, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah. This, put it out there and it will work out and <laughs> you just don't know where it's going to be coming from. Um, so I asked her, you know, how it was and it was my dream to work on a movie set. I always wanted to live in a big city, like I wanted to get out. And she said, if you can get me out of this chair in 20 minutes, bring me your resume and I'll give it to the makeup artist. And so I talked to my boss. My boss was really understanding at the time and she knew that this is what I wanted to do. And she's like, if you don't do it, you're going to be grumpy the whole time. <laughs> so just Smart go, boss. just take yes. some time off and go do it. So I spent maybe two days doing some makeup on that show and I absolutely fell in love with it. Like just the energy, the creativity, the people, the chaos, the, all of it. It was like I found my people, right? Um, but there's not that much happening in Moncton. So it took two and a half years for another production to come to St. John. My name was on a production list for some reason. So they gave me a call to see if I was going to come in, if I wanted to come in to audition or try out for assistant makeup artist, got the job, met the boy, moved to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, trying to wrap it up a little bit. Please don't. This is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. We have 20 minutes. We're yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, we, we met, we hit it off, and he asked me if I wanted to move to Toronto after dating for like three, four days. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I figured, well, this is my chance, right? This is what I wanted to do. So I, I put it out there that I told him, I said, look, we're going to give it a shot. Can't guarantee anything, but let's give it a try. And 20 years later, we're still together. And we have a 15-year-old boy, which is what brought me back to New Brunswick. I wanted my son to be a wild child, so careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is a wild child. Um, but I wanted him to grow up more free, more, you know, nature, and my parents are here, and I wanted, my, I was the only grandchild at the time, now we have twin, my sister has twins, not me, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I just, I just wanted to be closer to family with, with my son, and uh, moving out here, there was not an industry, and there was no makeup, except for weddings, and having a toddler at home, I didn't want to work weekends, mm -hmm. I wanted to be home, so I actually went back to the dental office that gave me my chance in the first place. Wow. And I worked there until COVID hit. Um, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, yeah oh, wow. it was that recent, yeah. I mean, I, when I first moved here, I used my photography, honestly, I used my photography as a, as a healing tool mm -hmm. um, because moving from the big city and, and having all of that energy and all of that creativity, I literally kind of fell into a depression. And so my photography was a form of self-healing and self-care and nurturing my creativity. Um, and I just kept practicing and just taking classes and going online and, you know, taking courses there. And th the um, unfortunate thing is I, in makeup artistry, I was able to mentor with other artists or they were mm -hmm. my mentors. 
um, I found here as a photographer it was harder to find someone to shadow because it's such a smaller community and everybody has their kind of niche and um, it's much better now but when I first got here A I didn't know that many people as well so it was kind of harder to network um, so I just kind of kept doing photography and kept doing it and kept doing it and just getting inspired and the more I did it uh, the better I got at it and it just it really helped me get over that hump of the I call I, my postpartum still after mm -hmm. you know having him for two years um, being a more mature mom as well uh, I was at 36 when I had him don't do that people <laughs> <laughs> It does yes. come with its own yes. challenges. Benefits and challenges. You that is a topic for another episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I just started doing photography and I started doing, I did my first real, what I call my passion project, um, was my Mermaid's Tears series, which is, um, I read this poem called I Want to Age Like Sea Glass. First of all, I was trying to find reasons or positive things about aging. And when I started Googling on the internet, all I found was cheese and wine. And I'm like, there's got to be something better than that. I mean, those are good. They're, they're good, good, but, you know, there's yeah. got to be something yeah. more positive than that out there. Um, so I found a poem called I Want to Age Like Sea Glass. And the gist of it basically says that, you know, you start off life in a direction, um, but the tides and the waves kind of take you and crash you against the rocks and shatter you. But instead of being broken and edgy and, and sharp, you become more polished and more beautiful and more precious because of those you know, ad uh, adversities in your life. And when I read that, I was like, oh wow, that's like really hit me hard. So, and when I read it, I swear like every paragraph, I could see an image of mm. a woman draped in a color of sea glass and just kind of laying on the ocean floor was not easy to find models to start but once the ball got rolling i had people coming to me like i want to be a mermaid can you photograph me like a mermaid like i want to be in your series so i ended up having a series of 12 and i had an exhibit in saint john in a gallery in saint john it was so well received um, because the women could see themselves in those images and they're like you know i felt like that i've because i and again because i was still kind of healing all of my images were very dark and very gloomy and very heavy and but it was just, it was something that I had to work through at the time. Um, and then from there, I started doing portraits, beauty portraits of mature women, which is my, I love doing portraits of mature women. Um, there's just an attitude of, I don't give up mm, mm -hmm. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, take yep. me as I am. This is it. This is the package <laughs> I have. Um, but there's such a wisdom and such a beauty in that that I find. Um, and then when COVID hit, obviously, I did not have any women to photograph. And so like everybody else in, in the world, I turned to food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing food photography in my spare bedroom, and now it's my official studio. And now, I, and now that we can travel again, I got the chance to go to Paris last year mm -hmm. for three weeks. Three uh, weeks? Three weeks in oh. France. Um, a friend of mine from Boston, her friend is a chef out in France and we had connected online and we just, they invited me to go out there, all expenses paid, to help him do a pilot project for a cookbook. So that was interesting. You just never know where life is going to take you. And then you ended up, what, taking photos of cheese and wine, right? <laughs> right? Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I know I drank a lot of it. Yeah. I ate a lot. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I love that story. Yeah, you just, you know, life is... Uh, 
life is what you make of it. If, if you focus on the negative, then it'll be. And it, if you use that to kind of project yourself forward and move on beyond it, then, you know, it's awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk a little bit more about photography and and how you're kind of bringing those different pieces together now you have some some plans around I, that I do well <laughs> again don't know where it's going to end up <laughs> but when I was in France um, again having my family and having my son and having you know you, you guys are moms you know how much sacrifice that you have to do it's it's hockey practice it's this it's that it's like why don't we ever go hiking anymore oh yeah because we've got hockey practice starting in September so when I went to Paris for three weeks, it was the first time I had left my son for that long. I cried at the airport and he <laughs> hugged me and he said, you know, mom, you've been packing for three weeks. <laughs> He's like, you really should go and you should have done this a long time ago mm. from a 14 year old boy. Right. So, yeah, see, this is where I get emotional. <laughs> you know, it means a lot when the, when the tears come out. Um, but when I was there, I realized how much I loved photographing just for the love of photographing. Mm. Just to not have, like, I can spend an hour on a statue finding a piece of mold, finding a crack. I love abstract photography. People who travel with you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They get very impatient. They get very impatient, and I'm very intuitive, so I can kind of feel that, their energy, and it just drives me crazy, and so I can't focus, and I can't photograph what I want to do. But when I was in Paris, uh, I had two days on my own where I could just, like, I think I walked, I looked at my uh, Fitbit, I think it was like 28,000 steps that day. <laughs> the one day, just going up the Seine, across all the bridges, coming back down, every little street, every nook, every cranny, and I was in heaven. And there was one other girl that was with me on the trip that was kind of, she was like with her cell phone everywhere, just saying, oh, like, oh, I wish we could stay here longer. Oh, I wish, oh, this is so pretty. Like, why can't we stay here longer? Oh, God. I would. And I'm like, why can't I offer that to other women? Mm. Why not? Like, there are other women who enjoy photography just for the sake. Like, it doesn't have to be, a, and you can be professional, but when it becomes your business, there's a certain level of creativity sometimes that you are boxed in because of the client. So photographing for yourself is a whole other level of joy, like a whole other level. And so last year I hosted my first women's photography retreat in St. Andrews and there were six of us. Um, I invited my friend who's a yoga instructor. So we started the morning off with a meditation mm -hmm. and some yin yoga, very, very subtle, very because there's so many different age groups for people who enjoy photography. And so it was just a very basic yin. So we all started off with this very zen, kind of feeling and then we went off and we just photographed all day and then we came back and we had a beautiful lunch and picnics and wine and we sat and we shared camera gear and we shared tips and we all learned like I was not there as a as a workshop person I just do I don't necessarily know how to teach mm -hmm. um, I was just there to hold space for other women to come and just enjoy the beauty of just being together and photographing so it was, it was so much fun. So I, I tried to put another one together for Lunenburg. It just wasn't coming together. Mm. Uh, Lunenburg uh, is very beautiful, but it's also very touristy. Yes. So when I went there to kind of scout the location, I just didn't feel it. And for me, feeling and, and the energy is very, very important when I want to take my women there because I want it to be very kind of, I want us all to be together 
in the same space, where we have a space to do yoga, where we don't have to drive and break that energy flow. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, I couldn't, I didn't manage to, to make it all happen. Um, but I am working on others for the future. And I'm going to start to plan further ahead because if I wait too last minute, then of course it's harder to get a venue yeah. to be able to do it. So I am, uh, stay tuned for maybe another one in the spring. <laughs> That's amazing. I actually, I, I got to tell you, this is not where I thought the conversation was going to go. <laughs> I, I like, like, how did you turn that around? Like, started as a dental office. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. You just never know. You just know. And it's funny because I talked to my son about, he's 15, and they're starting to talk about colleges and, you know, courses and that. And I said, dude, I said, I'm 52 years old. Like, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. That's, you know, yes, do your best. That's what I expect. Put all in the effort. But if whatever you enjoy doing, find something that you're of service to others and be able to, to do that. So that's, you know, that's the life lesson for my kid. <laughs> and the ability to not... Um, even though it is your job, not make it your job. Yeah. That's, that is a very difficult and very fine line. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Um, you have to pick your clients too. Like there's sometimes that I'll just be like, you know what, this, it's just, we're not, we're not diving. We're not on the same page. Um, you know, they, they look at the website and they love what I do, but can you do it this way? But no, the, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. This is my style. You obviously like my style. Trust that I'm the artist, mm -hmm. I'll, and sometimes what I do is I give them what they want, what they think they want, <laughs> <laughs> and then I do kind of my own thing, and they always choose the stuff that I've done. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fun. I love it when it, I love it when it works out that way. So far, knock on wood, I have amazing, amazing clients. Yeah, I love it. Incredible. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go from here because I, <laughs> I, I again, I am in complete shock. So, um, do you have I a question? enjoy doing that. Yeah, too. I know. <laughs> I know. You throw her I, I like it too because then it, I, if I can't see where we're going, then they can't see where we're going, which is fantastic. Yeah. I, just, I think what I love most about that is how open you are in sharing that you don't always have to know where you're going or what's happening. You say, like, put in your best effort. Yeah of what you're doing but yeah. but and don't keep think learning. that yeah don't think that this one thing you're doing now is all you have to do no 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 if it's if you have the time and the energy to to diversify do that right because why not because you don't know where that's going to take you that could take you in a whole other direction that's even better than what you're doing now um, i'm a true believer in that yeah. And and don't be afraid to share when it doesn't no. work out the way you think. No. Like you said, like Lunenburg, you you thought it was going to be this thing. And I thing. thought it was going to be this beautiful thing because there's so, and I love color. Obviously, being a makeup artist and combining colors, um, I thought, oh my God, Lunenburg would be amazing, amazing, like the colors and this and that. And then I was calling and I was trying and I was getting and, and God, Lord knows, like the lady at the at the inn that I tried to get, she was so helpful, so helpful. Like, well, you guys could do this, but but I wasn't feeling it. Like I. Mm go by feel, I go by intuition. I, if, if, it, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. That's, that's my biggest, uh, biggest thing. I cannot imagine that this is where you thought you'd be in your life at 52, Not at all. Right? Like, I thought I was gonna be like, I was gonna be in France, but as a makeup artist yeah. at a fashion show, <laughs> not behind the scenes kind of photographing the fashion show. So I went, that would be a fun goal too. So there you go, it's out there. <laughs> Still it's, out, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. 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 Come back once it happens, tell us that story. Exactly. <laughs> Give us a life update in the next couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And you just, just say yes to opportunities. You know, if my, it's funny because 
when I became a makeup artist, completely self-taught as well, never went to school for makeup. I had a background in aesthetics, but never full-on makeup artistry. And this was, this is, I'm totally dating myself here, but this was way before YouTube. <laughs> Did not exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my motto was, if you couldn't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bullshit. Oh, oh. can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Charles is like marking good. down the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, like, if, if I didn't know how to do it, I was doing research on, yeah, yeah, I can do it, no problem. You know, and I still do that. <laughs> I still do that. Can you do this for us? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, right on. Yeah. Practice it, do it. The only way, if you, if you keep, and, and this is coming from me still being scared. I have no idea, which my husband's a lighting technician in the film industry. I know nothing about artificial lighting. Yeah. <laughs> all of my stuff is done with natural light and bounce boards. That's all I use. I have a flash. I've used it maybe once or twice. Not my favorite. I want to travel light. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to work light, uh, mainly because I'm 52. I don't <laughs> want to carry lights up the steps. <laughs> I, I don't you. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but and I don't have a studio space. So my next challenge is to learn artificial lighting. So that'll be uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> but that's where I am. <laughs> we had a guest on the on the show. It, one of our first seasons we were still working in my basement mm -hmm. and uh he did the same thing he got asked to tour with a band but can you play this instrument instrument yep absolutely yep. he had like three weeks to learn how to play yep. the instrument before they went on tour uh, like a, you know a north america wide tour and just yep. yes i can do it let's go yeah 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 <laughs> had no idea no nope. <laughs> but you know if you risk nothing you gain nothing it's true yeah yeah, yeah. so just to flip away from photography a little bit, because yep. you, you've delved into it, you've shared a few hints of wisdom that you've given your son. We talk a lot about parenting, yeah. especially mm -hmm. for us that come, both of us are coming into the teenage years. Mm. Do you have one little tidbit for Take vacations parents? by yourself alone. <laughs> come to my photography retreat. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go on retreats. No, yeah. it's, but it's true. My son actually told me, he's like, you care too much. It's like, just let me breathe, right? Right. Like my mom says, like, I'm still attached to the umbilical cord, but he's, he's such a cool kid. Nice. Like I, I prefer being a mom to a teenager than I did being mom to a toddler. I think I'll be the same. Yeah. yeah. Like you can just have more converse. Like I don't, I'm not a teacher. I am really not a teacher. I'm a doer. I'm a amazing cheerleader. I can be a good coach, but Dude, you're five years old. You should know how to tie your shoes. <laughs> common sense. Why are they not born with common, common sense? <laughs> it has been, that has been my oh. biggest parenting hurdle. Yeah. Like, I just look at them like, come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. It's, it's the hardest part. Yeah. So I think um. it's more, you know, like, have grace with yourself, too, as a parent. And just realize that they're little people. They're little humans. And that we don't have control over them. Yeah. Let's let go of the control over kids and just let them discover who they guide them. Absolutely guide them because especially boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he's still alive at 15. <laughs> if he comes home alive, it's a good day. Um, there are some points I thought child services were going to come after me because he was so black and blue. But just he's a boy, yeah. right? He's a boy. And, and let them have those life experiences. Let them fall. Let them eat dirt. Let, like, don't be such a 
yeah. prissy prissy all the time. Like if my kid came home filthy, he had a good day. Exactly. He Valid. had a good day. Yeah. And still yeah. now, he's 15 and he's still like, he plays football, he plays hockey, he doesn't mountain bike as much anymore. Like I can tell some things are falling off because he's niching into yeah. his own, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, just enjoy, enjoy them, enjoy watching them and enjoy seeing what they do and <laughs> I, he comes home now and he tells me these stories and I'm just like dude he's like yeah well you know it happened in sixth grade and I didn't want to tell you because like I just didn't know what you were going to do <laughs> like I've had this on my chest for like four years now <laughs> well before we give away all his secrets we're yeah. gonna wrap it up there Sylvie where can people find you Oh God, they can find me on Instagram at uh, sylvie.masral, Facebook, my website, sylviemasral.com. I'm not on TikTok, I don't. Us either, don't worry. No, it's not yeah. my, not my thing, I've tried it. <laughs> I'm more behind the camera. I yeah. know that, you know, everybody says, you should, oh, you should do more videos, you should do more this, and I'm like, if I, I'd be a cameraman if I wanted to be, you sure. know, I'm a yeah. photographer. It doesn't feel right to No, yeah. it's just, exactly. Yeah. Go with your guts, go with your instincts. Um, I, like I said, I'm a cheerleader, I'm a coach. If you want any help, let me know. Reach out. I'll be more than happy to answer questions that I can't answer. And if not, I'll find you someone who can. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. It was fun. <laughs>